Hey, hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of Clinic Growth Secrets. Uh, for those of you that are new to the show, my name is Jeff Van Campen. I own Clinic Growth Accelerator. Uh, we've helped chiropractors add north of $20 million in sales over the past three years. And on this show is where I share with you many of the tips and insights that we've learned along the way. Uh, so before we get into it, just a quick reminder for you to pay the fee. If you got value, if the show makes you think, if it made you inspired, uh, just remind, I just want to remind you to share the show, man. Uh, I don't run ads on here. We don't fill your ears with crap. So if we do a good job, share the show. And that's all we ask. And uh, if you don't get value and we suck, then uh, don't share the show. It's simple as that. So what I want to talk about today uh, is something very important uh, because I'm going to be sharing with you, you know, after coaching literally hundreds of entrepreneurs, chiropractors, and those alike, uh, what I feel like is the number one success habits of those that are top earners inside the profession and uh, really what may, makes them different than those that never really make it out of the trap of mediocrity. And so uh, let me remind everyone listening very quickly that yes, uh, mediocrity is a fucking trap. Okay, so a lot of us, we've been conditioned to be really comfortable being average in fact, uh, you know, school, society, potentially even your parents, uh, there's a high likelihood that up to this point in your life, you've been conditioned to believe that in order to be successful, to make money or accomplish any cool shit in your life, that you must get lucky or be born into money or maybe even just screw people over in order to get wealthy and, uh, you know, ultimately come up on top. And we've all fucking seen it, you know, when you try and go and do some cool shit and uh, you fail. People are always, you know, behind your back. They're like, hey, you know, I knew he wasn't going to do it or I knew she wasn't going to do it. I knew they couldn't. I, I knew they didn't have it in them, you know. And then when you finally succeed, uh, those same motherfuckers, they call it luck, right? And I say all that to say, you know, let's prove them wrong. And so what I want to talk to you about today is something that I call skill stacking, uh, which is ultimately going to help, you know, some of you guys listening reach that full potential and, you know, get yourself out of that trap of mediocrity, right? And so... Skill stacking, very important. Uh, you know, one of the things we talk about in our community is that when a business stops growing or grows and then kind of plateaus, if you will, uh, it's always due to one of three things, okay? One of three things. First one, a lack of skills, okay? Lack of skills, meaning you don't have the physical, personal skills to do something, Okay. Uh, in the beginning, that could be you do not know how to market. You do, not know how, you do not know how to sell. You can't get people to come in and frame them with a frame of buying, right? Uh, so the lack of skills, okay? That's usually on an individual basis. The second is a lack of a required character trait, meaning that as you grow, you have to evolve into these different roles. You have to go from an operator to a team leader to an overseer, manager, and then ultimately, you know, when you reach, if you're a business owner, you want to reach that level of business owner where you ultimately have these systems and human beings and processes in place that allow you to really fully reach your potential of why you started the business, right? So lack of character traits, uh, usually find that character traits develop over time. Like I said, usually it's okay. Now, uh, first you start as a hustler, then you go to, you know, okay, I got to slow down. I got to build some systems. I got to build a team overseer, all that kind of stuff, right? So you are actually going to be developing the whole journey along entrepreneurship and your character traits are going to change very frequently for you to make to that, for you to make it to that next level. Okay. Uh, and then number three is lack of required beliefs. 
So you might have a, a faulty belief system. Okay. Uh, you, you may think like, what's the difference between a belief and a character trait? Well, a belief is more so if you're in a business and you're just like running around like crazy and you know, you may be able to actually run your way crazy to a million dollars a year. Right. And, uh, the belief is at that point in time, well, I built this business to seven figures and, you know, I can't, I can't really hire anybody to, re to replace me. Like that's just, it's just not possible. Right. And that's the belief. The belief is that no one can replace you. And uh, as you may expect, that's probably not going to get you very far because, you know, as they always say, like, if you want to go fast, go alone, but if you want to go far, go with others. Right. And so your belief may be that no one can do it like you or you're irreplaceable. Okay. These are very common beliefs we see with our docs. Uh, that really kind of like leaves them at a certain level because they want to grow and they say they want to grow, but their belief system says otherwise. Okay. So lack of beliefs, right? So I don't want to talk about uh, all three of these things on this episode today. I want to focus on the first one, which is lack of skills. Okay. So in a business in specifically in chiropractic as well, uh, basically from zero to 40 to $50,000 a month, is really going to be contingent on your skills. Okay. Uh, you come out of school, you're very good with patients. Uh, usually, you know, all the techniques, how to treat patients. And the first set of skills you must acquire are, you know, sales and marketing. Okay. And you have to, you can't really, you, you have to acquire them in a strategic manner in the sense that like, okay, I have to find a way to get people in my office. That's number one. Okay. How do I get people to even give me a fucking shot? Right. Uh, the next thing is, okay, now I got people to come in the door, but now I need to actually convince them that I'm the person for them. The service is for them and basically get them to actually sign up for the practice. Right. And that's a whole different skill than marketing, right? You can get somebody in marketing wise, they come in the door, but you know, to get them to actually pay the fee is a whole different ball game. Right. And so I wanted to talk about uh, the importance of skill stacking, right? So skill stacking is actually a term that I uh, gathered from a guy named Alex Ramosi of Gym Launch. Uh, if you guys don't know who Alex is, he's it's really, really one of the heavy hitters in the online space, especially in, uh, you know, just client acquisition, okay? But skill stacking is exactly what it sounds like, okay? First, I got to get good at marketing. I am going to, you know, either get good at running ads I'm going to get good at talking, at doing talks, at doing events, at doing screenings, right? You got to get good at something, right? And in my opinion, uh, and I'm going to be talking about this more in, you know, upcoming episodes a lot as I, you know, kind of reveal a secret that I got coming for you guys. Um, but one of the biggest issues that I see people have is that they get into practice and they immediately, they try and outsource this shit, Okay. And so what I mean by the shit, I mean, marketing, right? They, they want to outsource it. Okay. Which is awesome. I get it. Like you don't want to focus on stuff that you're weak at. Like I get that. Okay. But let me challenge you a little bit here. Okay. For everyone who's listening to this, more than likely you're an entrepreneur. You, you more than likely, you know, you're either in chiropractic or, you know, you might be somebody else who just happens to have a business and, you know, gets value from this show. Right. But the reality is, if you're a business owner, it doesn't matter if you're a chiropractor or not, you have made a choice to take on a different role. So you have made a decision that, that says, not only am I going to be good at taking care of patients, 
and providing adjustments and giving value from the sense of chiropractic exchange. But because I'm a business owner, I've also got to wear a different hat. I've got to wear an additional hat, which is the business hat, okay? Which ultimately comes down to marketing, sales, operations, team, delivery, right? Cash flow, resource allocation. These are all different hats that without knowing it or not, or acknowledging it or not, you signed up for when you became an entrepreneur, okay? And so what I see is a lot of times people decide to make that change and maybe you're working as an associate and you decide that you want to open your own clinic and you forget that rule that when you're working as an associate, you're a straight Cairo. That's it. You're, you're there to serve patients and go home, right? When you say, I'm going to open up my own clinic, you, you got to evolve your shit, okay? You've got to start to stack different skills, okay? And that is the meat and potatoes of what I'm talking about right now is that if you're a practice owner and you say, hey, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm an associate, I'm going to start my own practice, you open the door and you'll find yourself in a space where you think that people will just come, okay? When I, it's the field of dreams model. If I build it, they will come, which if you know anything about business, you know that's like never the case. Very rarely do you build something and then people will just start knocking on your door, right? And so what you're going to be in a rude awakening for, if you don't, you know, just accept that fact is, okay, people didn't just come. People like, just because I built the clinic doesn't mean they showed up, right? Because there's no awareness. Okay. And so you've got to acquire the first skill, which is how do I get people to know that I exist? And more importantly, how do I create a marketing message that resonates with my ideal patient or ideal customer? to get them to say, wow, this is for me. And I'm interested in coming in to learn more about this business, right? That's the overarching first skill that you must acquire. Okay. Now you can spend all, again, skill stacking is such that you want to actually, you know, make sure you're stacking the right stuff in the right order. I mean, you could, you could open a door, open your doors as a provider and basically have no new patients walking in and you could be spending all of your time learning how to sell. Well, I mean, that's okay because you're going to get some skills in sales for sure, but it's the wrong skill at the wrong time, okay? And I say all that to say, when you first start uh, driving awareness into the practice, okay, you're, you're going to have some rough at-bats with the other skills that you're currently stacking on top, meaning that, okay, I have successfully found a way to go out and do dinner talks, or I have successfully run my own Facebook or Instagram or whatever advertisements to attract a new business. And people are saying yes. Okay. Now they're coming in and I have to actually, again, convince them to sign the dotted line and convince them that I am the guy for them and to invest in their health. Right. And so now you've got one skill in the sense that you can get people in the door, but you need to stack the next one, which is how do I get these people that are coming in my door to pay me, right? And that becomes the second skill that you must stack, okay? And what you realize, and you're probably thinking about this right now, is if you stack enough of these correct skills at the right times, eventually you will have cash flow, okay? You're going to have cash flow because now you know how to get people in and you know how to get them to pay you, right? So as you start to stack these skills, you're going to start to make more and more money, right? A lot of people come to Clinical Accelerator 
uh, and they may have been an associate at a different place. And they're like, Hey, I, you know, I got some cash flow from my previous job. I want to just give you guys some of that cash flow. You guys can run all my clinical ads. And, uh, you know, that way I can kind of shortcut my success. Right. Uh, at the end of the day though, you still have to close, right? You have to close. So after you stack the marketing and the sales abilities, that's not, you, the journey isn't over, right? The journey becomes, okay, now what do I need to get good at? I need to get good at SOPs, standard operating procedures. I need to get good at hiring an appointment setter or hiring someone to manage the office. And I need to make sure that, that everything is systematized before they show up. Otherwise, I'm going to be at ransom to, that, to their operations. So I, what, what I mean by that, I mean, if you hire somebody from, let's just say, let's just say you're a chiropractor and you hire somebody who has experience managing a dental office, right? Probably not that different of a business entirely, right? Someone might say, well, Jeff, that is a different business is dental versus chiropractic. Well, you know, I, I know you believe that, but really for the most part, all businesses are pretty much the same. The difference, the dentist, he's delivering some, you know, teeth care, teeth whitening, teeth cleaning, you're delivering the adjustment. Everything else outside the delivery is the exact same, right? And so your next skill after marketing and sales becomes team. It becomes who else can I bring in that's going to help me leverage my time? And so you got to get good at, again, building out these work instructions for these proper roles, being able to hold these people accountable, being able to hire the right people, being able to onboard them correctly, right? And so all of these are different skills, okay? And so I, from my experience in coaching, you know, a lot of other providers is that you can pretty much get to $50,000 a month with you as the provider and then one to two other people. And the main skills you have to stack are marketing, conversion or sales, and then team management to, so that you can ultimately get people to work the leads for you and then ultimately get them to show and give you the opportunity to close. Okay. So you got to get good at everything involved from all the way from awareness, getting someone to see your advertisement, getting them to show up at the door and getting them to close, right? Really big three skills. Get them to, get them to sign up as in like a lead, get them to actually show up in the door and then getting them to sign on the dotted line to actually become a patient, okay? Those three skills alone, uh, although there's micro skills baked into those, nevertheless, those three skills alone will easily get you to $50,000 a month. And you can probably do it with yourself and one to two other teammates, okay? So that is kind of the thought for the day is where are you right now, okay? Where are you at in your practice? That's the first question, okay? Then the next question is, okay, I'm doing, let's say $25,000 a month, okay? Do you need to get more different, more unique skills at marketing? Like, are you getting enough leads to get you to $25,000 a month? but that's not going to get you to your intended $50,000 a month. So you've got to get good, even better per se at marketing to get more leads. Right. But if you get good at, again, if you can get really solid at marketing and sales, and then obviously a little bit of appointment nurture and, you know, just follow up sequencing that will take you to $50,000 a month. After that, you're going to have to get good at capital allocation, meaning you're probably gonna to have to spend more money on your advertisements now that you've made it to this point in your business, then you have up to this point, right? Because it's a whole other skill. Where can I put this cash flow or these resources that I have to actually help me make more money, right? And so you can see like it's a never ending journey, okay? I say all to say it's a never ending journey, okay?
uh, first acquire marketing, then sales, then t- then team, then you know ca- capital allocation, and then just full on like leadership and overseeing. Right? It's a never ending journey, and that's why entrepreneurship is so powerful because it truly is like a never ending personal development journey. Right? If you see, look at all the entrepreneurs out there, right? 90% of them, at least the ones that are very successful, will tell you that like they never stop learning, right? If they go to the grave still learning shit every day, that's that's exactly how it's supposed to be. And the reason for that is because your business is always a reflection of you as a person and where you're at right now. And so if your business is stagnant, it, it's likely because you need to develop your shit. You need to get better. You just straight up, like when most problems inside internally at Clinic or Other Accelerator, when we look at them, we're just like, wow, this is a problem. Uh, we could make excuses as to why we have this problem. But the reality is, if we want to solve this problem, we just have to get better. And that's what skill stacking is all about. It's literally you getting better at the game. Okay. From there, again, I'm not going to talk about too much right now. Character traits and beliefs. I can tell you right now that the biggest belief that I see people run into, uh, especially when they get past that fifty dollars to $60,000 a month, is that they have to do everything and that they're irreplaceable. And it's just, it becomes more of an, a battle with your ego because up to this point, you have built the business pretty much, you know, you started by yourself and you pretty much hired all the people, you've made all, you've made it work, you've made this machine work, right? But the reality is, is that mindset is not going to continue to help you scale. Like you've got to become different, you got to get these different character traits, you got to become a leader. You got to acquire different beliefs that say, I can find the right people to help me grow this business. I can hire people that are better than me at certain things that are actually going to make our business better, right? Whew, that's my that's my rant, okay? So skill stacking, very important. Uh, last thing I'm going to say here, okay? And I, I kind of alluded to it earlier, and I'm going to, uh, I've actually got something special coming for you guys, uh, for any chiropractors who are listening, they have a very special kind of announcement that's coming uh, actually next Monday. So on the 20th of December, I'm going to be making an announcement. Uh, and it's gonna, it alludes to this, okay? Here's what I see. When I get on a phone with a provider and they're interested in marketing services and I start talking to them about all the things they've done in the past to try and actually solve this issue of getting patients in the door, uh, many times they're like, you know, we've, we've just been through so many agencies, man. And, you know, none of them can deliver. We just, you know, some of them don't get leads. Other people don't show up. Other people, they blame the agency for their conversion problem, right? So here's what I'll say to all that, okay? You, as the owner of the business, have to at least understand the basics, okay? You've at least got to know the basics of new patient conversion marketing, Okay? If you don't, what's going to happen is you are going to be reliant on luck, meaning that the reason you're hopping from agency to agency to agency is because you don't understand how to evaluate the partners that you are selecting from, meaning that someone might say they're going to do one thing for you, and that may sound good. You may, wow, that that would be awesome, man, if you guys did that for me. But the reality is you have no physical, factual evidence if that's going to work or not, because you don't know the basics of conversion psychology. You don't know anything about direct response marketing. You don't know what, how the patient is communicating to themselves in their head to actually become relevant to them. And so you lack the skills. So the people that jump from marketing agency to marketing agency, they could really save themselves a lot of cash flow if they would actually just take some time 
do the work, potentially even themselves to become good, right? And then when you get good, you can outsource it, right? Dan Kennedy, legendary marketing and sales guru, he says, as a business owner, the first thing you should do and understand is that you should never, in the beginning at least, outsource your marketing and sales, okay? And in my opinion, you should never outsource your marketing and sales until you yourself understand the game. Because then when you outsource it, you can effectively hold people accountable. You can understand the actual processes behind it. And you can ultimately continue to market the way that you know is going to work uh, and evaluate partners properly, right? Otherwise, what's going to happen again is you're going to be at ransom because you don't know what their strategy is at the agency. And you can't decide if their strategy is any good because you yourself don't have the skills, right? So I hope that was valuable. Skill stacking, very important. Easily take you to $50,000 a month. If you're not doing $50,000 a month, uh, I would highly encourage you to look internally at your skill sets, right? Do you need to improve in sales? Like, are you getting enough leads and they're not converting? It's a sales problem, okay? It could be a marketing problem, but from my experience, you know, it, it's probably 70-30. It's probably 70% of the time a sales problem, 30% of the time a marketing problem. Uh, so I would first, instead of deflecting blame and blaming somebody else for your inability to close, then I would look internally, take ownership and say, what can I do to get better so that I can get more people to sign up, right? Maybe it's not a sales problem. Maybe it's just, we don't have enough leads. Okay. What skills can I acquire to learn how to get more leads so that these marketing agencies stop dropping the ball and I can evaluate a partner, right? So that's my rant. Okay. Zero to 50,000 a month all about skills. If you're not at $50,000 a month, you got to look internally and ask yourself, what skills can I personally develop so that they are going to serve me in the future, whether or not I partner with somebody or hire somebody internally to do the work, right? You can't outsource what you don't know. If you don't know how to do something, you don't have the systems behind it. It's going to be pretty hard for you to outsource it, whether internally or externally, if you don't know the game, because you're not going to be able to hold people accountable, right? So my friends, I hope that was valuable. If it was valuable, reminder of the fee, just share the show. If you got inspired, if we made you think, if we made you you know, laugh, if we, if we did anything to provide you value, we run on value exchange here. Uh, we don't fill your ears up with ads, like I said. So do, do us a favor, share the show. Uh, it's gonna allow us to reach more people and uh, keep bringing those lessons back to you here. Hope you guys have an awesome day. Appreciate you for tuning in and uh, keep crushing it. Onwards.